Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 202 Sell Your Art Before You're Ready. Your work, your services, your products, sell your art, sell whatever it is before you're ready. Now, before I get into the six points that I want to discuss about this, I want to have a very honest conversation about sales because a lot of people struggle with it. A lot of people overthink it. I, by the way, I get all of this. Uh, a lot of people can overthink it, overanalyze it. Um, they can feel icky about it. I guess I don't really know what word to use, but it's like, I'll tell you a lot of a lot of what I think disturbs people about sales is maybe if there was ever a moment where you felt pressured to buy something and you didn't like that tactic or you didn't like maybe you had buyer's remorse you bought something that you didn't really feel like you trusted your gut on and you ended up you know uh buying it anyways right and maybe that left a bad taste with sales and i also know that growing up sales positions they were like specific roles and it was so fascinating to watch. I, while I love sales, it wasn't like a natural thing that I gravitated towards. I just liked taking care of people and solving problems. I, to me, that's sales. You're like, am I the person that can take care of it? If I can, you know, how will I do it? What's the no-brainer? Like, here's exactly what I do, and here's what I charge. If I can't, I also would still try to find a solution for uh, maybe a recommendation for somebody else. And that was it. But I found that there were a lot of salespeople who were taught, you know, and I get it. You, you want to be persistent, but you also don't want to be forceful. And I, and I think that that's where some people would just cross the line because they, they would make the numbers more important than the people. Make the people important and your customer service, your follow-up, your, you know, your caring even more important and you'll be fine. That's sales. But I, I, I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like at some point or another, people get really weird about sales and selling their work or their services. Now, I do think you have to have a good relationship, a close-knit relationship with your work, uh, whether it's your art from a product side or it's from a, you know, from the services side that you are very clear at what you provide how you provide it and how it solves an innate set of problems for a, your your customer, right? And if it's a product, how it brings them exactly the type of uh, work that they're looking for, for consuming. And you want to take care of people in a way where they don't feel any kind of pressure, but they obviously understand your value proposition or they understand the value of your work. If they don't, you are not here to convince anybody of anything. Um, they just may be misaligned. And again, the reason I'm bringing up sales is because I've, I, I fundamentally feel like a lot of people, maybe you're shaking your head right now like, I do not like sales. But do you love your work? And if you love your work and you honor your work and you have a relationship with your work, then it's okay to promote it and earn from it. And you have to let people know that it's available. And I, I listen, I totally get it. Um, there are things that I, there are services and things that I have sold that I'm like, Ooh, that's yeah. You know, or products. I'm like, yes. And then there were times where maybe I felt like I, you know, didn't 
feel like uh, the product was done all the way, but it was or not the product, but the service. Um, and this is what I wanted to talk about. I felt like maybe the, the service wasn't fully all the way figured out, but it didn't matter because I knew I could figure it out. Sell your work, sell your art, sell your services before you're ready. Don't sell if if you're like really you have absolutely no clue. I had a clue, and um, you know I just there were certain things that I couldn't figure out that we're going to discuss here with the next six points that I wanted to make about this idea. So this goes for whether you it's about your art or this is about your services. Okay. I know, know, I know that those are two very different things, but we have a wide variety of people who listen to the show. And so um, a couple of things I, I wanted to say, which is the first one is it's never perfect. Publish it. <laughs> if you, the, you have to get good at iteration, which I'm going to talk about here momentarily, um, in fact, actually, I'll say it right here. I said perfectionism, this is number four. Perfectionism will keep you sidelined. Iteration will keep you perfecting. So there you go. There's the, the perfectionism, the ability you can't ever launch or you can't ever put something out there because it never feels fully complete. Complete comes from being out there and actually iterating the product or the service on an ongoing basis. You have to be in the field you have to be in the game you have to be you have to be using it or or selling it you know i know plenty of artists um on the more of the product side that have sold um first and second editions of things and you know they're like oh you know what i could have really done this with the product and you know the next version is going to be this and the next version is going to be that and they just keep iterating the customers never really complained at all ever they're like oh great i have a first second third fourth edition take care of the people and they'll just keep coming back don't be afraid to put your first edition out there and then keep iterating from there. But if you are constantly holding back from perfectionism, the world will never know. And you won't be able to grow. And this leads me to my the second point, which was you don't know what you don't know until you know. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't know what you don't know until you know. Meaning, um there were there were times, whether on the service side or on the product side. I just didn't have enough information until I was actually working with the client or the customer. Um, great services get refined from doing them. Great products get refined from people interacting with them, customers interacting with them. Do you get what I'm saying? There's a relationship between the client and the customer. There's a relationship happening that only helps you Again, perfect iteration will keep you perfecting the, the service or the product. You may not feel ready, but you're never really ready, ready. You have to actually be, again, in the field. You have to be in the game with your products and services. And then, you know, I, I mentioned that the third point is the fastest way to get better is to know what needs improvement. If you are feeling like you're not ready and the and you're not telling people about your products your services or the things that you're you know or promoting you know etc you're at that point a one-man critic a one-person critic like you you don't have um you're you're only trying to figure out what could improve based on your own ideas not the person you serve 
You got to be very careful about that. So you being able to sell your products, well, what happens? Like, oh, well, you know, I learned about, um, you know, this, this part of the product could have gotten better. Oh, this part of the sales process could have gotten better. Oh, you know what? Um, our customer service, our emails, our, our website could have done this better. You, you find where you need to improve. That's business. That's life, right? Same with the services. Oh, we did all these things. It was interesting. Over the last three clients, they each asked for this thing that really wasn't a part of that. I'm now starting to see that that might need to be included. Oh, wait, by the way, including that also raises the price. That also, you know, earns you more money. Of course, you have to figure out whether or not, whether or not how much more time does that take. But you get the idea. You improve from actually servicing the client or selling the product. Either way, you're never fully ready. Sell your art, your work, your services, your products before you're ready, right? And we already talked about perfectionism. So the next thing I wanna talk about is learning to get comfortable promoting yourself. Number five, learn to get comfortable promoting yourself. This is a tough one for a lot of people. It was also tough for me at different seasons, different stages. Most people don't think that would be the case, but I think it just depended on um, where I was at in terms of why I was doing something, right? So, and how well did I know it? On the business side, um, I can tell you, you know, I've been digital my whole life. So when I say digital, meaning, um, and I've talked about this on several podcasts, digital strategy is business strategy and technology at the same time. You're using, you know, tech, the internet, you know, software, hardware, like all the things to make a business in a physical world run in a, in a digital one, right? However, everything was changing all the time and everything was brand new. And I was the go-to person in, at diff, in different years because I just grew up with it, but it was always new. Imagine you're growing up with something that every like few months it's new. And, and so, so you can imagine like how many times I didn't feel ready simply because it was always new. But I was told, and I've told this story before, I was told by a director who I worked with that I consulted with over at Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, the LVMH group, Carl Helene of Krug Champagne. And, you know, I told you guys that before. And he said, however much you think you know with your industry is still 100% more than we know at all about it. And that really changed my whole perspective about it doesn't matter if you're not ready. Because if it's your thing, it's still, you're still more uh, knowledgeable about it than the people that you're serving. And that right there should hopefully like, you know, calm everything. Now, promoting yourself though, I get because uh, it's, you know, maybe you you feel like, well, there's still so much more to learn in your field. Maybe you're not quote unquote certified enough. Uh, Maybe you don't, uh, you don't look as big of a brand as somebody else. Maybe you're comparing to how somebody else's sales were any number of things that can mess with your mind. Or maybe you just feel like, well, I love the art, you know, and it's like, well, do you want to sell it so you can keep doing more of it? (laughs) You know, Um, it's generous to promote your work, the world that is looking for it will want it. And the other thing is, is don't worry what other people are thinking about, because as the saying goes, they're not thinking about you the way that they're probably thinking about themselves. You promoting your work is probably reminding them that they probably need to do the same thing or get on their dream or do something anyways. It's, you know, it's rare that they're thinking anything negative, you know, and if it isn't for them, 
It isn't for them. If it doesn't relate to them, it doesn't relate to them. They're not your audience. But get comfortable promoting yourself. I know that that's a very like tough thing, but you know, I've had really great friends, you know, um, see where I've been very good at promoting certain things, whereas other things, maybe not as much. And, um, you know, rightfully so, <laughs> um, because there's certain things that I'm like, my heart is just so much into. And when in those moments, it's like, I'd have no problem selling it over and over again. Do you know how many times I promote my podcast, my writing, um, my upcoming books, um, you know, uh, my masterclass, probably I could do that a little bit more, but my upcoming apparel, like all these things, like, I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's okay if it's not for someone, um, doesn't, it doesn't change how I feel about it. And I like it. Like I like my stuff. I love my stuff. I, I pour a lot into it. And so that's all that matters. And, you know, Rick Rubin talked about that, how like in a, in a healthy way, he was, in a, he was saying that, you know, a lot of ways that the audience comes second after you, if you produce something for your, for you first out of the love, people can feel that. The promotion's almost practically happening regardless because you're sharing it with the world. People are like, where do I get that? Where do I get that? Can I buy it? Can I buy it? Can I buy it? They can feel your soul. They can feel you through it, through your work. That's why also online, um, I've and I've talked about this with several people, that if you are doing social media and it's feeling like work, that's not doing social media. That's not um, fulfilling your mission. I get how real quickly social media can feel like work in promoting your stuff. But if you love your stuff, like for example, I talked about this with one of our co-founders of our creator community, by the way, link in the bio or bio link in the show notes. If you guys want, uh, for our creator coaching that we have, we do weekly coaching. I was talking about this with Derek, um, who's one of our co-founders and, um, leads a lot of the Monday mindset calls. And we were talking about social media and at one point he was feeling a little burnt out and I said, you know, talk to me, like, talk to me through. And he said, well, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's so much. And I'm like, let me ask you something. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, does it just feel like work? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, that's the problem. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you love talking about human optimization and peak performance and the neuroscience and the spirituality and stoicism and philosophy. I'm like, you do it all the time. You do it offline all the time with all of us and in our creator community and everywhere you can. He goes, yeah. I'm like, that's your mission. That's part of your mission. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, when you approach promotion of your work or social media from your mission, not from, oh, you have to do work. It's two completely different mindsets, you know? And he's like, that's a good point. I'm like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, you know, when you're, when, when you know why you're doing what you're doing, or you're having fun doing what you're doing, or you're really in the details of what you're doing, or you're really wanting to help other people, or you really want to share and educate how to do certain things, that shouldn't be work. That should be play. That should be purpose driven. That should be mission. Yes, there's elements, there's a lot of elements of what you would do for like it, the work put into it, but it's a different mindset perspective. And when you operate from that place, you're naturally promoting yourself, your work, your, your um, the things that you create for people, your products, your services. And I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say you're really into, let's just, I, you know, I always like to choose something random. Let's just say you're really into gardening and all you like to do is showing 
uh, show people online like hey here's what i do with the soil here's how i grow these type of vegetables here's what i'm, I'm you know now uh, doing with the fruits here's how um you know um uh you know, harvesting for the this particular season. Here's the tools that I'm using. You just you're just sharing with the world something that you really really love. At the same time, maybe you create your own line of tools. Maybe you um, decide you want to start teaching other people how to farm or you know grow certain vegetables. Um, you know, I follow uh, uh, this one guy online. I follow a lot of different chefs online, um, and you know, depending on the type of food, one just that cooks mostly with plants, another one that's like carnivore. It's cool watching how they just, they show their whole process and then they have other things that they sell because they're automatically integrated into the love of what they do. They either created their own lines of products or they created like classes and teaching you how to cook certain things. You know what I'm saying? And so they got comfortable promoting because it's really just an extension of what they love to do. So... I think that's a good baseline for understanding how much you might love something. But I, but again, I still understand if you have a hard time promoting. I do understand because, you know, you don't want to taint the art. You don't want to, uh, you may not want to feel like you're out of alignment or out of integrity of it. Listen, there are people looking for your products, your services, your art, your work. Allow them the opportunity to receive them, to consume them to hire you, to purchase from you, allow them at least the opportunity. And the final thing I wanted to touch on is price is what someone will pay, value is what they'll get. And that was a famous quote from Warren Buffett, but the idea was that price refers to what someone pays for an asset, but the value reflects the intrinsic worth of the asset. So no matter what you do, as long as you pour your heart and soul into a product or a service, there's so much extra value way beyond the price. Will everybody understand that? No, that's just gonna be part of the process. If they don't understand the price of something, they may not be for you. That's, I would just leave it at that. You're not here to convince anybody. Now, this is where some of the sales world goes, I think goes a little way wrong, which is they then try to convince you why like, oh no, no, this is the route, this is the route, I'm telling you, you know, this is what you need to do. Nah, that's not, that's not how, if you don't understand the price of something, it's one of two things. One, either I didn't do a good job of um, presenting, especially when it comes to the service, like I didn't good, do a good job of presenting it to you, or you're not my customer, you're not my client. And you just kind of have to distinguish the, the, the two because obviously as you get better and better with your own um, products, services, work, whatever it might be, your art, you know, obviously the value just continues to go up. So just want you to, the price is what someone will pay, value is what they get. Make sure that what you are giving them is the best it could possibly be at that moment. So sell your art before you're ready, sell your work, sell your services, sell your products before you're ready. That's how it gets better. That's how you get better. That's how you solve their problems. That's how other people know about you. That's how you get comfortable promoting yourself. That's how you improve. That's how you iterate. That's how you publish. That's how it's done. That's how, you know, honor the work, honor the path, honor the process. Don't sideline yourself because you don't think it's ready none of us are ever ready the only way we keep getting better and better is because we keep putting more and more out there 
that's what I will leave you with. I appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode. Please leave a five-star written review on Apple. Please leave five stars on Spotify. Uh, please look at the show notes. I have been adding books to the recommended reading list. Uh, you guys have uh, apparently been uh, buying them. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, lots of good stuff in there. There is also my right design build masterclass in there. I have reduced the price. That's going to be what the price is going to be. Um, but if you have any questions, you can ask. There's also the free workshops in there for clarity, focus. Um, what else? And uh, links to other podcast episodes. I appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode. Thank you as always. It means a lot to me. We are growing. We are growing fast. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.